Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. Glad that you've joined me. We're going to go into Job 14 for our Daily Word today. I want to share with you verses 13 to 17, and then let's talk just for a few minutes today about the foreshadowing of the work of Jesus Christ here in the book of Job. Listen now to the Word of God. I wish you would hide me in the grave and forget and forget me there until your anger has passed. But mark your calendar to think of me again. Can the dead live again? If so, this would give me hope through all my years of struggle, and I would eagerly await the release of death. You would call, and I would answer, and you would yearn for me, your handiwork, For then you would guard my steps instead of watching my sins. My sins would be sealed in a pouch, and you would cover my guilt. Now, the thing about Job is, real interesting, many people believe, uh, particularly based on the the form of Hebrew that's used um, in the writing of the book of Job, that the book of Job is actually the oldest of the Old Testament books. Now, it doesn't fall that way in the order of, of the, the canon, but, uh, but chronologically, um, it seems like there's pretty good indication that actually it uh, was 400 years or so before the, the writing of uh, the book of Genesis. So we're talking about maybe uh, 1,800, 1,900 years before Jesus Christ. And this makes it um, all the more extraordinary, I think, that we see foreshadowing of the work of Jesus Christ. We're going to see this, and I, I don't want to give away too much. I'd love for you just to come upon it and, and have God surprise you, especially if you've never read the book of Job before. Um, but we're going to see something pretty cool when we get to 19 uh, in this very same light. But let, let's just step through kind of verse by verse here and, and let's make some connections with uh, the New Testament and prophecy pointing forward to Jesus in the Old Testament to see how all of this is linked together in Jesus Christ. Verse 14 here, can the dead live again? If so, this would give me hope through all my years of struggle and I would eagerly await the release of death. So in Philippians, if you look in Philippians chapter 1, beginning in verse 20 there, uh, Paul is, is talking about, you know, I, I don't know which one I want to choose. Should I stay and, and be with you, uh, or should I depart and go to be with Christ? He expresses the fact that he knows that right now his calling is to be here and to continue to help the, the churches and continue to help to lead people in faith and grow them in faith, but, but really in his heart he yearns to die and be with Christ. He knows that to die, he says, is gain because it is to go and, and be with Christ. Not only that, is if you look in the, in the book of Romans chapter 8 and right around verse 18, um, Paul's talking about uh, suffering, and he says that the, the suffering that we are, uh, experience now, as bad as it might be, and Paul had some bad suffering, he says, 
it is nothing compared to the glory that is to come. So Job says, my goodness, if I could have a hope that this life is not the end, um, I, I, I could live in hope through all of my struggles. And in fact, that's what we have in Jesus. Verse 15, Job says, You would call and I would answer, and you would yearn for me your handiwork. My goodness, if, if there was life after death, right? If death was not the end, my goodness, that would mean that you would, you would yearn for me, right? In John eleven forty three, 43, um, we, we hear in kind of a reflection of this, you would call and I would answer. We see a reflection of this in Jesus calling Lazarus out of the grave. He calls out to him, Lazarus, come out. And this, in fact, is what Jesus would do for all of us. He calls us all out of the grave. He comes to get all of us so that we may be where he is. In Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2, as we're reading about, you know, if this, if this resurrection thing was real, you would, that would mean you yearn for me. Well, in Hebrews 12, 2, we read that it was for the joy, the joy set before him that Christ endured the cross. That is the joy of having you and having me and having all those uh, who would receive him restored to relationship with him. Luke 15 comes to mind too. We're going to hit Luke 15 in our journey through the Bible not too long from now. And, and the fact that as we read about this lost sheep, then a lost coin, then a lost son, we see these things that are of great value to people and, and they're worth a search. And, and it's clear that Jesus is communicating the value that, with which God looks at us, right? Verse 16, Job says, For then you would guard my steps instead of watching my sins. Jeremiah 31 speaks of the new covenant. God puts this on Jeremiah's heart, that there's this new relationship to come, that we will enter through the forgiveness of sins. And God's forgiveness is so complete that He would choose to remember our sins no more. Verse 17, Job says, My sins would be sealed in a pouch and you would cover my guilt. Cover my guilt. Isaiah 61.10 speaks of being robed in the righteousness of the Lord. This is pointing forward to Jesus and His work on the cross that when we say yes to Him, that His grace, another way to talk about it is His blood covers us. And I know people can get a little funny about that because it sounds a little weird being covered by the blood of Jesus, but it is a way of talking about his grace poured out on, a on the cross. As his body was broken, as his blood was spilled for us, he was accounting for our sin. He was taking it all on himself that we might be forgiven, that our guilt might be covered, that we might be washed clean of our sins. Thanks be to God. Do you see, friends, that the whole of the Bible is about Jesus? Do you see that Christ is God's plan of salvation since before the foundations of the world. He is the Lamb who was slain. He is God's plan of salvation revealed through the earliest pages of Scripture, both uh, in, in Genesis and in Job, whichever one came first. Uh, from the earliest pages of Scripture, we are seeing the revelation of the coming of God's salvation in Jesus Christ. We give thanks and praise to God 
for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we get a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.